1: Adiós Generinos and welcome to episode 273 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh dedicate this one to Victoria Lee. Thank you for coming to the show. Um it's one of our regional recaps, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on some UFC news at the end. Um, has been some interesting fights that have been announced recently, so we'll we'll get you up to up to date on that and we'll we'll uh, pick the brain of the brains of this operation, my my co-host. Did I mention I'm Jeff Chalks Fox? I'm Jeff Chalks Fox. Not the brains of the operation. I'm the one who makes all the correct picks, but I'm not the brains. The brains, the one who the one who hits plus. I think he hit he hit another plus something on the weekend with his regional picks. Doesn't matter if he lost anything else. Uh, all, all people notice is when he hits a big dog. So I think that's I think that's the way it goes. Um, I think he I think that's his cheat code here. Uh, it's the one and only. Daniel Gumby, God of Reland. Hello. Yeah,
0: I want one, plus 180.
1: Yeah, that's all people no, care about. That's all they, no. they don't. They won't notice it if you lose a bunch of like ones that you should have should have. Uh, if you lose a bunch of ones you should have won, as long as you hit a big dog, and people are like, whoa, this guy knows what he's talking about,
0: right? Yeah, well, I, I didn't miss much this weekend in the regional stuff. I, I was no, you did good in, the, in LFA. Yeah, I did good in LFA. Uh, I I did um pretty good on um I, I just actually we we were doing a little pre-recording stuff uh and i not that we ever do that uh but i was we were just trying to look up results for the godforsaken uh um uh, muradoff fight club or muradoff professional, league. Fight league. You know, professional fight professional fight it's just professional league there's no fighting. oh in that's right it's just I, the
1: I call it the Aukmet verk fighting championship
0: so. yeah i like i like Achmed. that yeah. um so yeah i did pretty well in those i i did uh just qual or classify though that uh two of them Two of them did get canceled, so uh, there was only three official picks, but I went two out of three in those, Uh, so we we can talk about those in a bit. But, yeah, no, I I did good this weekend. So, uh, and and somebody in the Discord, and this is why you should really be in our Discord, by the way, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, uh, they dug up (laughs) actual odds from Muradov Professional League, which I couldn't find for any book. They found them in some sketchy-ass Russian uh website in in yep. shared them with us so we would at least know whether or not my predictions for like favorites and underdogs would be right they weren't bad they were definitely worse than usually the way that i i line uh i i line fights for the ufc or uh lfa or stuff like that but you know they weren't bad overall yep not too
1: shabby he's, he's pretty good at making picks he's pretty good at uh at set in lines too he's, he's a well-rounded multi-tool multi-tool athlete here um but maybe we'll do a quick recap of all of the action and anything interesting that Gumby saw on the weekend and then we'll dip into like I said dip into some uh so there's been some interesting UFC fights uh announced over the past few weeks including a comeback at least one comeback um uh, of a fighter who's been gone for quite a while. But before we get to all of that, let me tell you about WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get it $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcastcom winbet. So they know we sent you that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at the Underdog at UnderdogFantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Everyone's giving away 100 bucks. Good deal. All right. Um, did you watch much MMA? I actually, I I found out um, that it was date night at Cage Titans on the weekend, And Date night in Plymouth, Mass. Massachusetts.
0: It was I, I brought my social media manager, my wife, yep. uh, which is always one of my favorite moves when I have two press passes. Oh uh, right, yes, yes. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of a lot of people be my second in a press uh event. Yep. But yeah, no, in and, and cage chain super accommodating for press because they have such like a low number of press there typically um that like any anybody who's coming they're like yeah yeah bring everybody and and post about it on social media whatever kind of social media you got post about it there um yeah they they were great and, and really nice and the fights were amazing uh there was nine well actually eight amateur MMA fights one amateur Muay Thai fight and then six pro fights um tons of finishes tons of submissions I got to see if you haven't looked it up yet, I shared it on, I think, on uh, the SGPN MMA yep. Twitter account, the official SGPN MMA Twitter account. Make sure you go check that one out um, and follow us there as well. Uh, spinning back elbow KO from this 140-pound uh, catchweight woman's amateur fight, which, by the way, when would you ever have watched that? But I get to see <laughs> yep. it in person. Phenomenal stuff. Um, yeah, o- overall, really fun card, except for, here's the the huge drawback. it the main event which was just the biggest buzzkill so you know like for for those of you who know Joe Gianetti or don't know Joe Gianetti jeff do you remember why joe gianetti didn't get a second crack at the ufc
1: um i think we talked about this but of course i don't remember no
0: so he didn't get his second crack at the ufc because he he looked dominant on the ultimate fighter Right. Made it all the way to the finals with this like sick jujitsu. I think he still has the record for the fastest submission in, in ultimate fighter history. Um, so like sick jujitsu finishing everybody, he gets to the finals against Mike Truzano and he plays this weird point boxing karate style. Right. Yeah. And loses like, it, it was a split decision. It really could have gone either way, but like he loses like a weird split decision. look like he was trying to show off his boxing. He winds up losing it. And Dana was like, A, that was boring, and B, why is he not doing what he's good at? You know, like kind of one of those things. And he was just like, here's the door. Never got another fight. Then he, you know, putzed around on LFA and back to cage titans and stuff like that. Now he's on a four-fight winning streak against largely crappy opponents, but he finally gets a really high-level opponent in Sal Almeida. And I'm thinking Sal Almeida, he's a good grappler. So if this goes to the ground, I picked Sal Almeida. I said, if this goes to the ground, Sal Almeida is going to give him trouble. And it should go to the ground because that's what Giannetti should be trying to show off, that I can beat a guy on the ground who is, you know, a high level dude, right? Do you know what he did for five rounds? For five rounds, he did that same point fighting karate bullshit that didn't get him a contract on the Ultimate Fighter. Now, he was fighting a dude who was old and hasn't fought in a while and was way slower than him, so he won that way, but he won like – if possible the most lackluster 5045 fight you've ever seen in your life. Like he won every round but you were like but, but this is just not fun to watch. And so like he's now got a 5 fight winning streak and I saw some people on social media be like, "Oh, Gianetti's got that 5 fight winning streak and he beat a big opponent. They gonna come calling." And I'm here to say like if Dana watched that fight or if Dana has a way to watch that fight, he's not getting signed cuz it was that bad. It it was just not fun to watch.
1: And uh you can tell Gumby picked the other side of that fight. So that's why he's really, really down
0: on it. No, well, I mean, if I picked the wrong side of that and that dude went in there and like jumped the guillotine in like 35 seconds and ripped his head, dude, I would be the first person in here to be like, well, that was sick. Sucks that I didn't pick it right, but uh, that was sick. But it just, there was nothing. There were people leaving during the main event, dude. Like in a local fight with a local boy on the main event, and like an after party down the road, which I didn't get to go to, but there's an after party at like a local bar where all the fighters and announcers and fans all just like mingle and drink apparently. um, And they were, they left for that before his fight. Ended. That that's how bad it was going. So yeah, just totally uh not fun in any way, shape or form. That was kind of a buzzkill. Yeah. Um, I will say the co-main event was sick. I, I actually didn't get to log a pick for the co-main event because I originally said Peter Barrett would win. But his opponent changed at the last second, and he hit one of the most brutal uh, liver kicks I've ever seen in my whole life. It, like, rung out through the whole building. It was really sick. Um, there was a really fun prospect on there that we didn't actually talk about on the show. His name's Andrew Valdina. I posted a clip of him on social media, too. He's, like, definitely a contender series guy, either this fall or the following fall. If you just got to pick up, like, two more wins or three more wins, he'll be, like, 6-0, And uh, for sure, he'll be one of those types of guys. Um, But as far as other picks I had on the card, uh, in case people were super wondering, I had Cam Arnold to beat Will Smith. He didn't. Uh, He ran out of gas. Will Smith wound up winning the decision. And in the amateur fight that I broke down, I said, Tyler Smythe's wrestling is too much for Nate Russell. And it was. Uh, He just out wrestled him nonstop for five rounds. Again, not the most exciting, but more exciting than Giannetti um and that so that made me one in two on Cage titans so that was probably the one i was in attendance for my worst showing of the weekend great job gumby
1: great job but it was was, a fun time
0: but it was always a fun time yeah go to local fights if you've never gone before people should do that okay yes you
1: should what um you you've been to local fights you've been to uh,
0: twin river casino
1: (laughs) yes you've been to ufc uh what, what how's it different how, so, how, are, how, how is each level different?
0: So, yeah, like, the really early levels, like the Cage Titans, which has got amateur fights on it, and dudes who are, like, 1-0 and and 2-0, and those are fun just because, like, you can, you're in a small enough arena where, like, you're close to the people, you can see all their family is there and stuff like that. It's just, like, it seems like a very personal environment, and you know that they're, like, people with their hopes and dreams on the line, and... You know, like despite the fact that it's like a really small arena and really close knit, you like run into dudes who are in the UFC or run into dudes who are in Bellator and stuff like that because they they're there to support their teammates because everybody's got a teammate who's you know o and o and trying to make his debut. Like I saw, you know, Joe Lozon was there. Um, Chris It Muti- was it Chris Mutino? I saw Chris Mutino. I saw Richie Santiago who was on Contender Series was there. Like there's just like a bunch of dudes who were there who you would have heard of or seen fight on the UFC or Bellator or stuff like that. So like, that's cool. A level up at like world series of fighting. It's fun just because like you can get really close to the cage without having to pay really big bucks. And then the UFC is, it's obviously the best of the best, but like really hard to like get a good seat and feel like you're seeing a fight. Well, especially cause you're used to seeing them on TV, which has got like, you know, much better camera angles.
1: Now, uh, as for the actual quality of the fighters, is it really apparent t- t- to the eye
0: who, uh, what level each fighter belongs to? It is. To it, yeah. it is. And, and the, the unfortunate thing with cage Titans is, like, they often have enough that they can, like, start to build some prospects up. But, like, it's really hard to get, like, when, when everybody knows, like, this Andrew Valdina guy, for instance, everybody knows he's the dude, right? Like, he's he's a guy who people are going to hear of in a few years. He was 2-0. I think he went through like seven different offered opponents and he wound up fighting a guy who I think was three and nine. So like, yeah, like he, he, he outclassed him. He looked amazing and, you know, he should look amazing against the guy who's three and nine. But like, yeah, you can you can tell that they're like there are guys there who could hold their own in a, you know, Bellator prelim or, uh you know, World Series or a Professional Fighters League prelim. But there are also guys who you're like, you know, this is right where they belong. They probably yeah. will never progress past that. Yeah, it's it's easy enough to see.
1: Yeah. So is there someone from Cage Titans that you saw last night that will be in the UFC, you think, in the future?
0: That Valdina dude wouldn't surprise yeah. me. He was really good. Um, You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Giannetti or Slippery Pete Barrett got a second shake at it. Um, There was also like a 20-year-old dude uh, making his debut. His name was Tyler Menard. Um, but he was making an Ami debut, so he's 0-0, but he was only like 20 years old. But he trains with Lozon and is like a killer at jiu-jitsu. So uh, that, that's a name that you can like circle and circle back on in like four years.
1: Okay, cool. So that was Cage Titans. We talked about Murdov uh, LFA, your most, the, the event you did your best at and where you hit a massive dog on, right?
0: H- how was that event? So LFA was sick. Uh, it was a great card, especially because a lot of my breakdowns went exactly the way I wanted them to. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, because because you mentioned the big dog, the plus 180 on Princeton Jackson, uh, yep. which is sick. Uh, but it was not just that it worked out that way. But I said Chris Brandt, who is an 0-0 Emmy, uh, you know, or an 0-0 pro, coming in for his first pro fight. I was like, this dude's just going to swing for the fences, tire himself out, and get himself choked out. And he freaking did exactly that. It was perfect. Uh, like, to a T, did exactly what I needed to against Princeton Jackson. Um, so picked up plus 180 on that one. Uh, we had Cedric uh on, which I'm, I might have butchered his name again. But Catumbua, Uh we had him at negative 300. Do you know he actually blew up to negative 650 by fight time? Uh so closing yeah. line value on that dude, um, but he he looked amazing. He was really really good. Uh, Eric Fimbris did what he said I was gonna do against Tony Charles. That was negative 280, not so good. Um, Luciano Ramos, who I picked to beat Marcus McGee, did not. That was my lone whiff, plus 300. I'm okay with him on a plus three hundred, but he did fight just like a Diaz brother, which is exactly what I said he was gonna do yeah um and then in the main event Felipe Bunes uh beat the hell out of Yuma Horuchi with strikes. I got this one right at negative one ten, but I will say he did not fight like I thought he was going to he uh he went in and threw just bombs and eventually knocked him out in the first round so uh props to him he'll be in the UFC in no time at all now because he's the LFA champ so yeah, I went...
1: and 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 he did violence and they always like that. So
0: yeah. So I wound up going uh four and one on there. And if you total it all up uh based on you know hundred dollar uh bets on each one that would have been plus two thirty on Bellator or uh LFA rather.
1: Fantastic. So we killed it. Just killed it. And we're gonna be doing some more LFA very, very shortly, perhaps even tomorrow. You never do know. You uh you have to uh listen in and find out. All right. So that's a regional recap, right? We don't have a song for it. We should I, have an I, intro this do, do,
0: do you want me to hit the Murdoch Professional League? Too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah.
1: We, we, you just, yeah, you didn't actually mention, mention it, mention it.
0: So no, Murdoch referred referred to
1: it. Go ahead. Yeah, Murdoch
0: Professional League, the top two fights that we had both fell off. One guy missed weight. One guy got sick. Uh, They just canceled those two fights. So we wound up with three. Uh Mukadin, Mamazanov's. Uh, beat Zora Izaev. So that was my first win. Uh, We found those odds out there in the wild at negative 215. So not a bad little hit. Um, Bakourir Bakiev wound up losing to Farid Ali Babazadeh, uh, which is was by decision. I saw that on their Instagram account. Uh, That was plus 144. So we missed on that. And then Eldor Aronoff, which I said was going to be negative 300 during our breakdown show. He wound up being plus 103. Uh, which uh, man, if if I had an account on a <laughs> Russian Russian gambling site, I probably would have bet that pretty heavily. Yeah. Um, but he he wound up winning and winning their performance of the night. Uh, and so plus 103 is a nice hit there. So I, I have to say for for those of you who are wondering, I did not watch Murdoch Professional League. I did try to catch the results via their Instagram, but it was really hard because it's all uh not in. English or even letters that I recognize on their Instagram. <laughs> so I kept hitting, um, I kept hitting the translate button uh, to try to get some of the results off theirs. And um, I, I got, I got to pull up now. Now I got to pull it up again. Cause I, I forgot what it, it was exactly. Cause there was, there's this uh, amazing translation of how this guy won the unanimous decision of the judges, unanimous decision of the judges. There it is. All right. So in one of the prelims, as I was clicking through, because I don't, I don't 100% know what all these guys look like, especially in their Instagram videos. It says Asladin Eshkulinov defeated Aziz Umananov, and here's the method: when you hit the translate button on Instagram, with a powerful hand stroke.
1: Oh, <laughs> hand stroke. There's our title for the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Power, powerful hand stroke. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad you pulled that out. Powerful yeah, handshake. you
0: know, I, I mean, we, yeah, you got to dig that one out. So, uh, and then for, for those who are wondering, that's seven and four overall for our uh, no UFC, no problem week. Plus um, and plus one eighty thirty eight. Wow. wow, that's betting like um,
1: a crazy hundred bucks in every fight, too. Yeah, a,
0: yeah, look at that. Regional MMA, come here first.
1: It's true. Come here. That that can be our tagline. That's a new shirt. All right. Before we get out of here, that's... Uh, Let's run through some UFC fights that have been announced. UFC is actually coming back, um, and it's president. Apparently, he's coming back, too. Uh, and it's next week we'll be breaking down the UFC. But th- these are some fights. I don't think any of them have, have been announced for next week's show. Let's, I'll, I'll throw some out, and we'll see if um, if Gumby has any comments. If not, it'll be just dead air. Uh, Ble- <laughs> Blago Ivanov versus Marcin Tibera,
0: Do we care about that at all? Uh... February 4th. I mean we care about that because they're chunky guys. Yeah, a. Sure. Um, and then B, why? Yeah. C- Cause isn't Tybera been doing better than like yes. A- am I wrong or is Martin Tyber on like a nice little street? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. And and am I wrong or is Blago Ivanov not? <laughs> um the intern's looking it up right now, but I
1: think you're right. Uh I, I believe that is the case. Uh Ivanov is Ivanov, uh, no, he won his last fight versus Marcos Rocherio de Lima,
0: but he lost two straight before then. Um, Taipur is six, or six out of his last seven, and his only loss is Volkov.
1: Well, fine. He, he, it's it's heavyweight. You're, you're not going to get a good fighter
0: very often. So I mean, I Give, guess him, so. give well, him a win. Give him a so, win. Uh, they were booked to fight uh, in 2020, or uh, 2021, March of 2021.
1: Interesting oh, okay. fact. All right, here's the fight we do care about. This one's going to be a headliner, February 18th. Marlon Chito Vera versus Corey
0: Sanhagen. I love that fight. It's going to be really interesting to see if Chito can deal with, uh, what's the word? No, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Corey's bullshit for 25 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he, he just fights in a way that's like pesky as hell and in your face and on top of you. And yeah. like Dillashaw kind of dealt with it and Piotr Jan kind of dealt with it, but it's like, it was like exhausting for both of those guys. Like yeah. neither of those guys like got out of there unscathed and like, Cheeto's got a lot of power, but I don't know if he's got staying power for 25 minutes like that against uh, Corey Sanhagen. That's gonna be a fun one.
1: Yeah, Sanhagen is a problem. Uh, minus 155 uh, for Sanhagen at this point. Really? Yeah, it's coming down a little bit. He opened Cause, up minus 200.
0: Because, because I I like Sanhagen quite a bit in that fight too, but yeah. I didn't ex- expect the public money to be on Cheeto because well, they so like far it has
1: been. So hopefully yeah, it keeps keeps coming in.
0: Yeah, hopefully by the time we break that down, it's a lot better. So. Yeah.
1: Um, who else do we care about? Manel Cape versus Alex Perez, March
0: 25th. I'll believe it when they're in the cage.
1: <laughs> He's true. <great. laughs> it's Alex Perez. He really fell, lost the title fight, and he has fallen off. All right. How yeah, about he one? just
0: keeps missing fight, and, and some of them aren't yep. even his fault either. That's the worst part.
1: Yeah, once, when you're snake bit, you're snake bit. sometimes. Um, John Brady, Michelle Pereira, March 25th. A that's, bounce back fight for, uh, Brady?
0: That, yeah, that's a weird one, though, because I, I think... So I I like Brady. You, you know me. I'm like one of the biggest Sean Brady fans out there. I think people sleep on how good of a wrestler Michelle Pereira is. Like the only time he, like he, remember he beat Chaos Williams with wrestling. Um, which you know, Chaos Williams is a you know few steps below Sean Brady, but it's like important to remember that. And then I think people think he can't wrestle because he lost to Tristan Connolly by wrestling that time, but he had like exhausted himself with like seventy-two front flips, and he doesn't seem to do all of that anymore. So I actually think this is a little harder for Sean Brady than people might think.
1: Yeah, um, the Korean Superboy. Oh yeah, the, there is there is multiple comebacks here. Korean Superboy is coming back against Kyle Nelson February fourth. You think he's got anything left in the tank after how long has he been out? Uh, Three and a half, three years, over three years.
0: He's still young enough that maybe I I also think and this won't be the first time that I say this uh, or the last time I say this rather is they matched him up with the right kind of opponent here. Kyle Nelson's like a good dude for him to have to fight the first back. Um, you know, he's like he's like tall, so he's got some stuff he's gonna have to like work through in order to get the win. But at the same time, like Kyle Nelson, maybe not the most talented boxer, so like Duhu Choi can do like a lot of the things he's good at.
1: All right, here's here's a bigger uh, name one: Derek Drake Drakus to Plesis UFC
0: 285. Love it, and I think I said it before. I'm really glad they're starting to do the right. young up and comers, the fresh yeah. faces in the division with the old guys. And, and some of them are not even that old at the top, but like, you know, the guys who have been there for a while and are stale and like, it's going to allow for at least a little bit of turnover. Uh, I wish welterweight and lightweight would do the same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I know DDP won his last fight, but he's, he's gone down in my books for a bit, Uh, but for, for a little, what am I trying to say? He's, he's, he's gone down in, in my eyes. Cause he just, did not look in
0: there. He's he really one. Yeah. I mean, like he, he always like, I, I don't see him as good of a prospect as like Roman Delizzi who's fighting, no. uh, you know, Marvin Vittori. Like I, I think Delizzi has got like a lot more skills and makes a lot less mistakes and has like a lot less issues with his cardio and stuff like yeah. that. So like it, it, but like they, they treat them like they're, you know, one a and one B of the, the up and comers in the division. No,
1: we'll find out. We will find out, uh, who is who and what is what? Rob Font, Adrian Yanez. Does Rob Font have anything left in the tank April 8th?
0: I think so. And, and if he does, it's definitely against a guy like Yanez. Because uh, the other thing about Rob Font, underrated wrestling. People forget about it. So I, I think there's a chance he gives Yanez more than he's ready for. This could be a prospect he lost for Yanez. It wouldn't surprise me.
1: How about another old guy versus young guy? Rafael Assunca versus Kyler Phillips. The Ultimate Bro kind of
0: man. I, I just wish I knew what Kyler Phillips was. <laughs> yep. I don't know what he is, dude. Like, what he yep. did to was it Sonya Dong that he beat the hell out of with wrestling? I can't and, remember. And, and I was like, Who the hell is this guy? Suddenly, and then he looked like just absolute crap in the next fight. So, uh, yeah, I, I just I don't know what Kyler Phillips is.
1: Did he talk to you in between
0: the two fights? Uh, before the, the one he looked good,
1: okay. Yeah, he it was Sonya Dong, then it was. Holly and Paiva that you lost to and then he beat Marcelo Rojo so who knows.
0: Right, 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 right. That that's my point is like how do you look good against Sonia dong and yeah. then look bad against Raleigh on Paiva? Like what yeah. what what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. Is Jack Della Madalena going to look good? Uh this is quite a cons- not a considerable step up, but but a nice step up against Randy Brown. No, they're they're Austin giving him the, the birth.
0: perfect perfect sta- step up. Yeah, UFC 24 in Perth. Yeah, he, he like this going from Danny Roberts to to Randy Brown, right? Kind of step up for a prospect like him. Good. Yeah,
1: and so we expect him to take care of uh, the situation then, right?
0: I do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, let me see what else. So Jeff Neal Shavkat, Rachmanov is actually going to happen. Hopefully, UFC 285. Um, it just got bumped off of what was that last fight card? Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be on the no. It was no, supposed, to supposed to be the Saturday. one coming up. Yes. Yeah, right. Saturday. Um. All right. Let me see. Casey O'Neill is back against Jennifer Maya. So a step up for her, especially coming off of an injury. UFC 286 in London.
0: That's a big step up. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one for her. It, it'll yeah, be yeah. interesting uh, to see what she looks like with it. it it's her knee, right? That she had. fixed. Yeah. 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 So especially coming off a knee injury, that that'll be an interesting one.
1: Okay, here's one that made me chuckle. Cynthia Calvio is gonna go to straw weight, Dan. That's a smart move, right? Because she didn't have any trouble cutting weight in the past. And now that she's older, it'll be even easier. She's fighting loopy godinez April 8th. So, two
0: things. First of all, I get what she's doing though, because she was so much better at straw weight. Like, yep, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm all for everybody going up a division or whatever and stopping to cut the massive weight and shit like that. But like she she looked like a world beater at times down at at strawweight. She decided to go up and stop killing herself, and she she just got kind of manhandled up there. So, um, like I, I get why she would go back down. Hopefully, she's doing it the right way. Hired a nutritionalist, lost some weight, whatever. Um, but also Lupi Godina is a terrible matchup for her, right? Yeah. Like good good wrestling, good jujitsu, probably a little bit better of a striker.
1: Yep. So that will be an interesting one. Uh, Leroni Murphy versus Nathaniel Wood, UC 286 in London. That interests you?
0: Yeah, fun fight. Yeah. Well, right. Especially now that Wood has, like, reestablished himself as, like, a real contender, like, a real prospect.
1: Yeah. Here's the big one, or the surprise one. Tatiana Suarez versus Montana De La Rosa. UC Fight Night 220, which is when? Um, boom, 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 February. Boom. February, February, yes. Is she going to really make it back then? And is this I, a good start, a good matchup for her to be back again?
0: I I think she's going to make it back because she's yep. she said she was going to come back a couple of times and we never had fights booked. So the fact that there's a fight book right. is good. Um, And I would say, just like I said before, I can't even remember what prospect I was talking about before. This is the or the comeback fight. Rather, this is the right comeback fight because uh, yep. she's not going to get boxed up. She's she's not going to get boxed up by Montana De La Rosa. No. And what's Montana De La Rosa going to wrestle her like not in this universe. Right. You so wouldn't like, think so. Yeah. Apart from like getting caught with a submission off of her back. Like, I, I don't even know what Montana De La Rosa has for her.
1: All right. There you go. Um, do you know anything about Nurello Aliav who's making his UFC debut? You uh, should. I Alves. I do recognize the name. We have spoken about him before, I guess. Tajikistani fighter fighter. Yeah, of Ali.
0: course he was. He was oh, on a series, right, right, He's right, a right. series guy, my friend. He beat yeah. Josh Wick. Yes. In, Are you excited for,
1: for him uh, going to the big show?
0: Um, If I remember correctly, he was one of the ones I wasn't all that high on afterwards. I, I thought his win was kind of uh, not all that pretty. And I think Rafael Alves is a... I, I mean, I've always kind of thought Rafael Alves is kind of a wild card and really hard to handicap.
1: Yeah. I recognize him now. I know that guy. I recognize that beard. Okay, I think he was yeah. the Tajik Eagle. Was it okay, the Ch- yes. Tajik <laughs> <Of course>. Eagle. <laughs> of course, of course. All right. Oh, uh, by the way, before
0: is. before I let you go, I gotta or before we we leave this, I have to say, regional level MMA. That's the real thing that you're looking for. Is the best nicknames ever. Yeah. There was uh there was a mutt. There was a guy whose last name was Noon, so he was High Noon. Yeah. And a guy in a Muay Thai fight's name was teddy teddy peloski or it's t- teddy something and his nickname was teddy spaghetti which uh fantastic is, yeah that doesn't get any better than that
1: and i saw some nice dancing too
0: oh yeah that great great walkouts <laughs>
1: yes so there you go 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 support your regional mma uh promotion all right that's, that's all we got for you today we'll be back tomorrow lfa time once again monday no no ufc monday so we're going to break down lfa and then wednesday thursday back to to the on the UFC grind because they do have a show this coming week all right Dan told you about the discord he told you about Twitter so he did all my work for me uh if you want to get our personal Twitter accounts Jeff Fox writer is me he would be Gumby Vreeland uh all our work and writing is at sportsgumbypodcast.com I also write about MMA on a Substack newsletter that can get popped into your Inbox for you for free at moneymma.substack.com. And Gumby hosts the Top Turtle MMA podcast, which will be in your ears again this week. And that is all I got for you. So we'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, LFA action. And this, that's what Gumby is good at, everyone. He is good at um, LFA. Regional stuff, but especially LFA. And we got a fantastic nickname coming up on, uh, on that <laughs> show. Well, two fantastic nicknames, and they're going to fight each other. So uh, until then, I will... I have no nickname for myself. I'm just going to remain Chalks, Jeff Fox, and he will be Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland, and we will talk to you tomorrow. But